Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast for this bonus podcast oh, episode snap. 102, coming at you on Thursday of Thursday. all days. We are three days early. So we had some big news come out today. I'm Jason and that's Neil, by the way. Hello. Um, the NHL has canceled, or not canceled, terminology is important here. It has suspended. It is not canceled, it is suspended. And suspend, suspended is actually an aggressive word for it. I, I, I'm surprised they didn't use the word pause. I, I wonder if, if the NBA did not come out first, if they would have said we are putting our season on hiatus or we are pausing our se- or we are postponing our games or pausing our games. But to say that they're suspended is kind of aggressive. Yeah, in suspended is, I don't know. Uh, I got a cringy joke for you before we get in. Okay? Oh, no. <laughs> wow, look at that. Coronavirus. Suspended. <laughs> Four weeks for holding the NHL up. All right, here we go. If you had to bet $50 over and under on four weeks. I am in the strong opinion that we will not have a conclusion to this season. I am too, 100%. This season, in my opinion, will be canceled, and we will not see another NHL game until the beginning of the 2020-2021 season. <clears throat> I'm actually with you there, and I kind of wish I wasn't, but I am. It is the worst case scenario, other than missing the 2020-2021 season as well. But uh, I, I truly believe that just in the past 48 hours, it is completely snowballed. It's getting out of control. There are so many things canceled, not just within the world of sports and leagues. There, are, like the Junos were just recently canceled. E3, mm-hmm. there's things being canceled to up until July. Like in starting mm-hmm. in July, there's things being canceled, and things in in August being considered to be canceled. That's like five months away from now or four months away from now mm-hmm. in the middle of summer, approaching fall, approaching September when kids are going back to school. And it's I mean, it's pretty crazy. It's half a year away and there's already things being canceled. So and at that time, we're approaching the beginning of the next NHL season. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. It's funny because we just talked about this like four days ago on Sunday morning. Literally, there's a bonus video on this channel specifically of the conversation of us talking about the coronavirus yeah, and, and, and the what ifs. And we specifically say in it that it's nice to have this conversation a bit early so that we can look back on it to see how things may have changed. And literally four days later, the NHL is canceling or suspect. I got to stop saying that word. They're yes. suspending their season. They did mention that they do want to try and and award the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So they have approached teams and you can, I guess, read the statement. Yeah, I got the statement here from Gary Bettman himself. Well, he didn't hand it to me, but that man right there. Uh, it says, in light of ongoing developments resulting from the co- coronavirus and after consulting with medical experts and convening conference call of the Board of Governors, the National Hockey League is announcing today that it will pause the 2019-20 season beginning with tonight's games, which that's the language I would expect is pause. Like, yeah, we're going to we're going to put it on hold and hopefully if things get better. Pause is is not a negative or a positive term where suspend is more has a more of a negative vibe to it. Yeah, suspend is like you're being punished. Yeah, it's like a lockout's coming or yeah. the players aren't doing what they want or yeah. It says the NHL has been attempting to follow the mandates of health experts and local authorities while preparing for any possible developments without taking premature unnecessary measures. However, following last night's news that an NBA player has tested positive for the coronavirus and given that our leagues are so or given that our league shares so many facilities and locker rooms, it now seems likely that some member of the NHL community would test positive at some point. It is no longer appropriate to try to continue to play games at this time. Now, I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that the visitor locker room 
was shared between sports. I thought there was a different shared. I don't know why I thought that either, because it makes no sense to have a different shared locker room for hockey and basketball. Like obviously the home teams like the Toronto Raptors and the Toronto Maple Leafs, they have their own locker room that's their own, right? All the time. Mm. But the visitor locker room for each of those sports is actually shared between I never hockey. really thought about that. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's maybe why I didn't know that, because I just never really thought about it either. And even if they did have their own separate locker room, the media still has has access. I mean, they don't now, and they didn't in the past week, but before that, they did have access. And all the media go in the same places as the NHL media go. So there's going to be cross-contamination at, yes. at, at so many points in the arenas and facilities. So And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning were following Utah, actually, in, in their visiting locker room. So... The player that tested, what was his name? Um, Go Go Bears? Yeah. I can't remember. Um, Anyway, so he, I could talk about him for a couple minutes too. Yeah, and there's been another player on the Utah Jazz that's been confirmed. Um, It's just, I didn't think when we had this conversation on Sunday we'd be here now. I thought thought games without fans. Yes. I thought maybe relocation. I didn't see a suspension coming. No, I... I think it's a conversation that we probably, in the back of our minds, suspected that we might have, but maybe not for another couple weeks at the earliest. And we're four days after our recent podcast, which really does feel like yesterday to Mm -hmm. me. I can't believe it's Thursday. And here we are talking about the NHL season being canceled. Now, this isn't the first time that a season's been canceled or, or something. Back in 1918 or 1919 or whatever, when the Spanish influenza went through, they they canceled the season and they did not have a Stanley Cup playoffs to my knowledge. So it's not the first time, but it's also not the first time that we've had a short season um, in recent memory because of the lockout in 2012, 2013 or whatever year that was. Mm-hmm. So I, I I still have hope that there's time to maybe have a Stanley Cup playoffs in some in some fashion, whether that's all in the same rink with all the same players in the same facilities and with no fans, or if this thing gets wrapped up somehow quickly, miraculously, I still have hope, but realistically, this season's over. Yeah. There's so many things this affects. Yeah. Did you see what the uh, World Health Organization and the Canadian government announced Mm. with the vaccine? At earliest, 18 months. Wow. 18 months to two years is the the earliest projection for them. So, I, I mean, based on that, it's going to be a very intense next 12 months for everybody, regardless so, of what country. If you're watching in Switzerland, it's going to be an intense 12 months for you, just like it is in every other country. Hmm. So so what, what a lot of health officials now, like we'll stick to the sports on this, but what a lot of the health officials are trying to do is basically you have that curve, right? And they're saying that a high amount of people are getting sick very quick yep. and it overruns what the medical people are capable of handling. Exactly. Like if you look at Italy right now, You've got doctors and nurses in there like basically in tears because there's three people in front of them and they have to pick the two people that are going to die yep. because there's not enough literally to handle it. So um, what they're trying to do is get the public's health in self-quarantine or not going to big events or just, you know, keeping your distance from other people so that instead of having a curve of people spiking like this, it's it's flattened a little bit so that the healthcare system has enough time exactly. to have people get in and out and have the next people run through. People are going to get sick. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to make sure that they have the facilities to help everyone who does come in that is that, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it comes to the point where we have to self-quarantine or whatever, if the thing is going so quickly, there's probably a pretty good chance that we'll get it eventually. Mm-hmm. But if things just stay the same, 
there would have been a greater chance that we would get it next week or the week after. Yes. And then we would be at the hospital with everyone else. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is really smart what they're doing. It's just un- unfortunate, obviously. Mm-hmm. And some countries are lo- like Italy are just locking everything down now. Dude, you can't even you can't, like if you want to go from one part of the country to the other, you can't. Yeah. And I have a feeling based on what I've been told with some people who work for the government that the Canadian United States border will be closed. Mm. Uh, I don't know how soon, but I mean, it's all, it's all, like feels that, like an inevitability. At like this that's point. almost what you have to do, though. And really, yeah, like you, you have, have to, to you have to shut everything down. Otherwise, it's just going to keep spreading. And then once you get it contained, then you hope you move on from it. Yeah. I, that's, what, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. You can't just live your life normal. It's it's not about you. It's not about me, the average person getting it. It's about us getting it and then giving it to someone who can't who can't handle it, like yeah. an elderly person or someone who's already ill. It's not really about the the regular person. If we do get it, there's a zero point two percent chance that we're going to die. That's a pretty decent survivable mm-hmm. chance. But but when you start talking mass numbers, that's a lot of people dying. It's huge. It's 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 an, an insane amount of people. Like and it's 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 un, an unacceptable amount of people. Yeah, like. You think of like 9-11 and the thousands of people that died in 9-11. And then if you start adding up all these numbers of people that are dying from this, and a lot of it is negligence because like I have a beef and I'm probably going to get heat in the comments for this maybe, but I have a beef with the people on like Twitter and Discord who say everyone's overreacting. This is dumb. This is an attempt to affect the United States election. Like, yeah, this is just Democrats trying to like, like, what are you talking about? And I think that's part of it, though. They don't understand the implications of, like, they're like, just give it to me and like, I'll be fine, whatever. But they don't, they're not thinking of the second step. That's right. If they give it to someone else, if they give it to their grandmother or someone who's already ill with Crohn's or whatever other disease that's going around that or not, not that Crohn's goes around, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's scary. Like, you could literally kill your grandmother and that's, unintentionally. And that's what... See, last night when I was on Discord and our buddy Kale sent a message out saying that the NBA shut down their season and that I turned the TV on for that and I watched TV probably for two hours straight listening to the sports people talk about it. And then all day at work today, I had my phone on the radio and all day I listened to stuff because I'm just like, this is a big moment mm-hmm. like, and I want to know what's going on. And all I could think about, um, the player in the NBA, Rudy Gobert, that's his name. He's the guy who ended up getting it first and he was in a, a press release and he went out and started touching all the microphone as a joke joke because he's like you guys are being overly crazy about this look it's fine that is what reminds me of the people on twitter yes and discord and stuff like that who are just keyboard warriors saying you're all making too big of a deal out of this This is not a big deal but apparently there's another player on their team who has it now and it's um donovan mitchell and the teammates were telling the media that Rudy Gobert in the dressing room was still messing with teammates by going around and touching them and all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So now he's probably personally responsible for Donovan Mitchell getting it. Yes. And who knows, maybe Donovan Mitchell went and visited his grandmother in between games and now she could die because of his Literally. stupidity. Like it's having the opinion that everyone's overreacting is the easy opinion to have because you're not thinking long term. You're not thinking of the other effects that yes. are going to come into play here. And I was listening to Good Show, shout out Good Show because I love Good Show. They were saying this morning that if at the very end, nothing big comes of this and everyone's all crazy careful about it, the worst you can say is we 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 were too careful. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe we didn't need to react that much. But that's that's a good situation because that means you still minimize the losses. The, the other side of it is if you're not careful and if you don't care and you still go out in public and you still do these things and you do spread it. Yeah. Is you're you're making this pandemic, which it's classified as now, last longer. 
Absolutely. So, like, if you want the NHL season to come back or the NBA season to come back or the baseball season to start, it, it's basically up to the public to look after their own crap. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, the government can't control what you do. Like, if you're going to go out, like, the, they can shut down the big events, which they should do. Right. I, I am totally agreed with that. But, I mean, if you're going to go out and you're not going to care and you're whatever, then you're just part of the problem that's going to actually make this drag out longer than it needs to. Yeah, I keep telling people I'd rather be viewed as someone who's panicked and but prepared Yes, versus naive and unprepared. Yes. Because but, I don't want to be the person who is unprepared, so I don't care what people think of me now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've already been stocked up just because I'm a that kind of person anyways i've got like three things of mouthwash and like that's just that's just what i do i've got a, a kit in my car in case i crap myself yes, i need to does. change my clothes i like, can confirm literally he's got, like he's got a tote with like clothes and underwear and toilet paper and toothbrush yeah. and i am pills over, i'm over prepared for everything no, he legit legit yeah so anyways it's it's uh, getting back to sports mm-hmm. and hockey specifically if you think about the stanley cup what do you do with it do you if the season's canceled do you a, not give it to, award it to anyone, which seems like the logical choice. Mm-hmm. B, give it to the Boston Bruins because nope. they have the most points this season. They I would think be nobody. I don't think anyone would really. I don't think the majest, mass majority of people would want that. Mm-hmm. Or C, give it to the St. Louis Blues and let, allow them to retain the Stanley Cup from last year, moving through into twenty twenty one. I don't agree with that one either, mm-hmm. but it is an option, I guess. I would prefer there be no. Stanley Cup winner. It's not something that you, and I tweeted this so early and someone commented and I really agreed with, or they replied and I really agreed with the reply. The Stanley Cup is not something that you are awarded. It's something that you earn. Right. And if you can't go through the grueling process of the Stanley Cup playoffs, which is the most grueling playoffs in any sport, you don't deserve the Stanley Cup. And it sounds like if we do get a Stanley Cup final, and I'm, I really am doubtful at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I can look back on this podcast maybe three weeks from now and be like, ooh, things look bad then, but I'm glad they worked out. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But Brian Burke was on and he just he just kept saying the same thing over and over and over again. He said even th- the way this gets resumed is if you can consider the the event or the pandemic handled like it's it's been dealt with. Right. So you already said there's not going to be a cure or a whatever for there's no months. there's not going to be a vaccine. A vaccine. So if you're expecting a vaccine soon, it's not coming. So basically it, it comes down to self-quarantine and being able to Get the numbers down to a tolerable level where maybe you can have some games without fans. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. But like Brian Burke was saying, if all it takes is one person to catch it in the middle of a playoff and that ruins the playoff for the two teams that are playing. Yes. Because both of those teams have to go into quarantine, both the players and the staff. So you could have a trainer that just picks it up sitting next to someone on the flight or maybe he's doing something like even if you limit the fans' access, it's there's still no guarantee that the team or the team staff aren't going to get inflicted. And like he said, if if two teams are playing, maybe there's like a best of four or a best of eight or whatever. If you have one player test positive or one staff member test, test positive, that's 14 days minimum that both of those teams now have to be quarantined. Absolutely. Which takes them out of the playoff. Completely. So he, like he was saying, it has to be dealt with 100%, which I just don't see. It's not going to happen. I mean, there's options, but it, there, the, every option is a risky option. You could have, okay, so right now it's March, what, what's the date? 12th or whatever. Mm-hmm. In roughly a month, almost exactly, the playoffs are slated to start. Mm-hmm. So at that time, for four weeks from now, and this is still going on, but things are maybe getting a little bit better, you could say, okay, we can maybe start the playoffs, but we don't really have to 
end the regular season. There's 12 games left or there's whatever average for every team. Let's just negate those teams, avoid them. And as the standings are now, as the standings are now, we will we'll hold the playoffs based on the standings and the matchups are already set. And we'll go from there. And instead of having the home team advantage, have it done at a neutral site, have the players there well beforehand confined basically play the games with no fans and play all games there with no fans and without any travel and just have it like have them have it in one location have them live in a bubble basically basically have them live in a bubble or um, reduce the time of the playoffs so maybe you can't start in a month and it's we're six seven weeks from now or eight weeks from now or two months away and you're probably around the second, second, third round of the playoffs, what were what would usually happen? Mm-hmm. Things are really under control by then, or, or looking pretty good. And you decide, okay, well, let's still have the playoffs, but let's have a single elimination. We'll still have the rounds, and we'll still have the matchups, but every game is a seven, a game seven. And maybe by the time you get the Stanley Cup final, you can maybe have a seven game series or something like that. But that's something that all the owners and the teams would have to agree to. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening because I think people would look at that Stanley Cup winner and be like, okay, well, that wasn't a normal year. You don't really count. Mm-hmm. I'd still look at it and and think, okay, well, that, that team won the Stanley Cup because, I mean, a single game elimination, you know how exciting that would be for, for fans? Every game's a game seven, but... Uh, and there's lots of ideas like that going around. That oh, yeah, read, there's so. there's tons of them. Like, they've, they've asked their teams to get building dates for July, which opens up a can of worms because player salaries end June 30th. Like July 1st is free agent. That's when contracts start their next year. So you have to look at how players get paid there. Like, so they'd have to rewrite their contracts or at least put in a clause to explain how they would continue playing after the season technically ends. Um, it's, I don't know. I, players are still going to get paid. Technically they get paid per, by a per game basis, right? Like their salary is split into, like if someone gets fined, if Matthew Kachuk gets fined, he lets go of $27,000 for every game that he misses or whatever. See, right now, it's this is a big issue for the players, and they have to work it out because right now they're not sure if the players are not going to not get paid because right now, if if the regular season gets canceled, that's one thing, right? I think they, they could deal with that. So what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to start paying more money into escrow. Yes. And then when the next year comes, they're going to realize because the salary cap is the 50-50 portion of the player's salary. That's what it is. It's 31 teams times 81.5. That's their portion. So mm-hmm. if if they lose the playoffs, which is the biggest moneymaker of all of it, then the cap next year could be anywhere as down as low as 70, 75 million they were talking about, which means they're going to have to put a special clause in so that teams can claw back a percentage of each player's salary. So like say you're making $10 million a year, you're going to have to accept 9 million or 8.5 like 15 percent or whatever it is that a flat across the board every player is losing to bring that number down to 75 because you can't just have 81.5 and then say it has to go down to 70 next year which is i think that's too low maybe 75 you you can't just expect teams to be able to buy out a whole bunch of players because they're all in a salary trouble now that's a really interesting point to make because i don't that has a trickle effect as well not only are you trying to save money if you have to reduce your cap or, or whatever and make decisions that way but you're not going out and making huge uh, signings for free agency you're not doing all this mm-hmm. stuff there's so much uncertainty even if the nhl season gets canceled and it's announced next week that it's canceled we're done see you in 2020 2021 even the teams this summer in june or july or july 1st free agency day when that time when that day comes 
there's going to be teams still worried about what's going in on the next season or the season after. Like, there's so many unanswered questions. That's what makes those signing bonuses so powerful. Like, look at Toronto Maple Leafs. All their young players are paid in signing bonus. That's upfront cash. Yep. And then it's 700000 over the rest of the year. So, obviously, they're going to have to look, depending on, like, if this gets real bad, this is going to be a nightmare for the NHL. And it will be a nightmare for next season. It's going to cost the players a ton. It's going to cost the owners a ton. I don't... There's no good solution. Brian Burke was estimating between 100 and 150 million if we lose the season. Loss for the league? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you take 150 million off the books projected, I mean, that's going to affect the cap next year. That's going to affect how much money you're playing in escrow. I wonder if this is going to affect the Seattle timeline. It already is because um, they are even pushing back the release of their team name. It's going to be later now than thought. Well, they've been doing that since freaking <laughs> November, but yeah, they said it's going to be like April now. Or yeah, something. of course they keep they just keep saying that. Uh, I, as far as the team entering the league, it'll still probably happen. But you have to think about the workers mm-hmm. who are working on the arena as well. If they get quarantined or something for fourteen days. I mean, there's projects there that probably take 30 or 40 people to well, do one thing. When so. uh, See, Mark, Mark Cuban's the owner of the Dallas Mavericks in uh, the NBA, yep. and he's on like Shark Tank or whatever you call it, yep. and uh, he got a text message saying that their league was shutting down while he was sitting in the stands watching the game, and he's just like, what? And then the guy runs down and starts interviewing right away, and he actually gave a good interview and gave a good interview after, and he said, I'm worried about you know our team. He said, I, would, he said, I could care less when the next Dallas Mavericks basketball game is, and I'm looking after my wife, I'm looking after my kids, I'm looking after... The, the you know the team the team's family he said what about the guys that work concessions for Absolutely. minimum wage what about these guys what about these guys like he's like you know like the nba players can go get their tests just like that because they're nba players what about all the 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 minimum wage people that are in the, in the arena they're not going to get tests especially down in the united apparently states apparently it costs like $7500 or something to get tested they're it's, not going to pay $7500 like to get tested two days ago the united states tested eight people in the entire country yeah so you got this huge outbreak going on and you test eight people in one day in the entire country and china was doing like 200,000 a day yeah like it's unbelievable i don't get it it's it's i don't get it i really like we're I don't not going to get into it it's just being handled so poorly in the states right now maybe now that stuff's happening it seems like tom hanks getting sick was the best thing that could have happened because like, oh, it's like a celebrity sick. Yeah, it's like, this oh, must be getting real now. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Tom Hanks can get sick, then I can definitely get sick. It's so. like, yeah, they're having a nightmare over in Italy, but you know that's over in Italy, and that's not my problem. But Tom Hanks gets sick, and now it's real. Yeah, and there's been a lot of comments recently about how how many good things China is doing, and they are doing a lot of good things. But someone tweeted out that they're giving a bunch of medical supplies to Italy and stuff. Um, the truth is, Italy bought from china yeah they, china didn't donate this stuff italy bought it from china so and china is one of those countries that has the power to to make their citizens do stuff too like you're going into lockdown you're not going to do this whatever hardships you're going to deal with it because that's how they're starting because china things are looking better in china but that's why because they're, they're using a, those aggressive tactics yes, yeah you're right and that's what italy's doing now and you know if if we just live our lives like <laughs> i like that like, noise whatever <laughs> Like it's going to come like it's going to be like that everywhere. So you have to like that's what they're saying. They're trying to have everyone bring the curve down. Yeah. So just that's why it's important that these games are being postponed and hopefully other big events will follow it like concerts and yeah. stuff like that. It's all about personal responsibility. Like you shouldn't have to have the government tell you to stay home if you're sick and you know you're supposed to be home, but you're still going out like just stay home. And I mean, if in the United States specifically, if they go door to door and not allow people to leave their house, I mean. We all know how slack the gun laws are in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you just, that's just not going to happen in the United States. People won't people won't allow it. Literally. So, 
I think it's up to the people in the United States and Canada and wherever to be responsible for your own actions or for your own, you know, your own plans. If you have plans, maybe consider canceling them. Wash your hands like a ton. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Um, just be completely thoughtful of, of what you're doing at all times. And I mean, just try to help out in your own little way. That's all. That's it. If everyone did that. We'll all make it. Like I said, well, no, worst case good. scenario, you say you overreacted and you didn't need to do those things, but that's a good case scenario if you ask me, because that means things worked out. Absolutely. Totally. Um, okay. One thing I'll ask you here. Let's say that the NHL does not have enough time to come back and finish the season, but they still want to have a playoff round, which is what a lot of the talk on Hockey Central today was. Yeah, yeah. So right now, there are different ways of looking at who would make it. You look at the points standings like how you normally but you also look at points per games played which in case winnipeg would be out right now yeah i think you have to look at winning percentage so a lot of the people were saying that the nhl has been talking about having a 24 team playoff so it's either the first six teams on each get a buy and then you have a round like a mini three game round robin with the lower teams because they're saying you know with you know, 13, 14, 15 games left. There's plenty of room for teams to leapfrog. Like Florida could have passed Toronto. Like I, both of those teams were supposed to play tonight. Like there's, and with, with how close things are, they're saying if anyone's within a reasonable shot, which maybe is 24 teams, totally three game series Absolutely. to find out who's the last two teams in. And then you start your, that's playoff. quite interesting. Cause that, that could slingshot future potential, uh, standings playoff, requirement changes like because Pierre Lebrun said the teams that make the top three in the, each conference or the top whatever top six in each conference get uh, a break while the bottom two wildcard seeds plus the two behind them have to play in a little round robin and regardless of the coronavirus he was talking about this like weeks ago mm-hmm. so if we did see something like that which would basically be the same thing and people loved it I mean we could potentially see that becoming a reality in the future if people loved it like think of think of teams that have a lot of their key players out on injury right now that's another thing they're they're they may be getting a break because we wouldn't have had those players back for the start of the playoffs but maybe if this is extended until like the summer which is what it could be based on how things are going maybe they'll get some of those players to start coming back or what if you have teams like carolina who traded to get traded players to get better for this year and then there is no rest of the season, so they gave away part of their future for nothing. Totally. Absolutely. We just had the trade deadline with all that That's stuff right. go down. So a lot of teams made trades to, to make a go for it this year. And like the it Islanders. could end up yeah, it could end up being that there is no go to be had and you traded for nothing because it's over now. I never thought about that. Like this is a, there's so much to there's, think about. There's so many threads. Like this, it's kind of like a tree. The coronavirus and then all the <laughs> things that like, happen. It's like a, it's like a squid tentacle thing where its tentacles are getting everywhere now. Like yeah. it's just, I, don't I, know. I, I really hope they can. Like the NHL is going to be on their phones like crazy, talking to the teams, talking to the union, talking to to business partners. Like, like there's so many things about insurance. Like, is, is stuff going to be covered? And it sounds like a lot of it's not because pandemics are not considered covered. Yes, correct. The so, NHL does not have a cancellation insurance, as, no. as far as I know. What if they went to somewhere, which has people, obviously, but still is secluded, like somewhere like Alaska, somewhere that does have arenas, but you can kind of create this little bit of bubble, or northern Ontario, 
or somewhere where I'm thinking when this comes to fruition or time to make this decision, I think there's not going to be too many places that you can just go to that will be safe. Probably not. Because, I mean, we know based on the little bit of testing how many cases there are, there is so many more people that are have this right now than is reported. It's just There's just not oh, enough yeah. tests and there's not enough people getting tests. Do you think, do you, do you think it's financially worth for the NHL to build a small arena in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> just... Like have people shipped out there and have people shipped out there, have a, have a hotel built or whatever facility. It would never facility. be done in time. You couldn't do it in like two months. If the Chinese can build a hospital in 10 days that can house <laughs> 5,000 people, the NHL can do it in two months in the middle of the woods. The question is, if we have this, you know, like maybe they do like a 24 team play in, but maybe there's not enough time to even do a best of three. Because they were saying that they expect a bit, one of the options was maybe a best of three to get in and then mm-hmm. best of five series after that. You don't even play seven series until you get to the I'm final. Okay, I'm okay with that. So what happens if there's not even time for that? It's just single elimination. Single elimination yeah, all man, the way. I'm okay with so that. So do they get an asterisk next to their name? No. Or was just that's the year that the pandemic hit? You're, pl- you're playing, a, if it's a single elimination, a.k.a. game seven, you're playing a game that could hypothetically happen anyway. So yeah. if you can't win that... Then you're not going to win the game seven, even if it did happen. So, I mean, you can't be upset if your team loses that single elimination game because obviously they're the worst team. Even for, that, eight, for that night, that's okay. Because generally speaking, a one game does not determine the better. Hockey that's team up to the hockey. players. But I mean, that's up to the players. The better team has to win. Okay, so they're asking the players. Speaking of the players, they're asking the players to stay by their teams right now and not go home to their families. That's right. Okay, so you've got players that. Trade deadline just happened. They were just traded. They don't have a residence. So they've either got to stay with someone or they got to live in a hotel for who knows how long. This could be till the summer. You've got players from Europe who, you know, would rather go home. But if they go home to Europe, they might not be able to get back because there's a travel ban being put into place. And who knows whether after, you know, those 30 days, whether that will be lifted or not. Yeah. I mean, I have a trip booked in June to go to the United States. And I mean, realistically, that's not going to happen now, which is really unfortunate. But you're right, there are players who aren't home, who aren't near their families, and who can't go home. Mm-hmm. Like, Don't you think so, it, would, it would be more comfortable for them to be with their families and be at their own home rather than, you know, especially if they're one of the newer players to a team and they're just living in a hotel right now? If you played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, but you had a game at Edmonton and you were stuck in Edmonton and you were legally not allowed to fly, um, but you were allowed to rent a car and drive back to Toronto, would you do it? Or would you just stay in quarantine? See, I would probably drive back because I think this is going to go on for a while. I would too. I think, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? It's it, This isn't something that's going to blow over in, in a week or two weeks. This is going to be an issue. Hockey, NBA, just outside of sports in the entire world, this is 2020 is the year of the coronavirus. <laughs> and like everyone right now is in the in NHL is laser focused on what they were doing. They were focusing on, you know, it's the final stretch. We got to play hard. Like a lot of p- players don't even talk to their wives or whatever. It's just I'm focused on. Yeah. You know, playoffs are coming up. I'm getting in the zone. They're out of that zone now. Like they're not. They're not practicing with the team. They're not having team meetings. Like they are literally sent home and told not to go anywhere. And if you if you if you do get sick or maybe you can't train or whatever, you're but, losing. You're, but that's you're not what I mean. Shape. How do how do you train if like like some know. of the, some of the players will have their own little gyms in their house like. A lot of them, I would assume, do. You can't train at a communal gym because of the sweat and, and, you and can't, the, the risk. You have no ice time. Yeah. 
So, I mean, if this goes on until, let's say, late June or or early July, because, I mean, they are asking for building access in July, Mm -hmm. which the NBA is doing too. So you're going to have, like, a lot going on if that does happen. And and another thing is, is do people lose interest? No, I don't think so. I think they'll come back too. I I don't think – I think they'll be – it's kind do, you, of, do you think there are markets in the states of teams that could be playoff teams where the baseball is more intriguing than hockey? Because normally baseball and hockey, the, the overlap is minimal. But if, yeah. if, if you're just leaving everything and they all come back up at the same time, which one are the fans going to go to? I Well, the NBA or the, sorry, the MLB season would be starting, mm-hmm. so I don't think it would get much views at all but the mlb season is supposed to be starting in a few weeks yeah but if it's starting at the same time that the nhl playoffs are happening or the nba playoffs are happening man no one's watching baseball that's, that's what i would think but i don't know i don't know what the the, the market's like down there i think the majority of people will be watching basketball first because it's the more popular Me sport too. more people in canada would probably be watching hockey just, mm-hmm. just based on based on canada <laughs> but i don't know it's interesting though there's there's so much to it and this is just the sport angle, like, like it's it's unbelievable how far we've come since we did our podcast last Sunday. It's unbelievable how far we've come since like eight o'clock last night. Actually, if it if I if we were here at this time yesterday, just from that point to now, yeah, an unbelievable amount of things have happened. Mm-hmm. So this time tomorrow, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, what more can happen? Like we're filming a bonus podcast because this is theoretically this is unprecedented. They've never really dug nineteen nineteen or whatever they had. Yeah, they had a flu or whatever. But you know, Sunday we would never think that we're having this. Every sport league in North America and you know internationally are going to start shutting down, and we'll Mm. see what happens. Like no one has any answers. Like all you can do is ask questions. If you have the coronavirus, if you get the coronavirus. And you're still well enough to film this podcast. I'm coming over. Oh, we said the podcast must go on. <laughs> this show ain't stopping. Um, if I get the coronavirus, I will not infect you with it. Though. <laughs> you can do the podcast by yourself. Mm. But I don't care if you have it. I'm, you might have to start working from home. I'm okay with that. I can work from home. And that's the thing. People people can't. People who work hourly or people who maybe aren't on a salary or mm-hmm. don't have a job where you literally cannot work from home. Maybe you're in yeah. customer service or whatever. How do those people survive? Some people, most people, I would say, the majority of people live paycheck to paycheck. Yep. So how are they going to make the money to be able to feed themselves, to pay rent? I mean, you can eat less. You can get by. You can eat cheaper things. That's probably okay. You can drink water instead of juice or soda or whatever. You can adjust your budget. But how are you going to pay rent? Like, there's no negotiation with with rent Mm -hmm. or cell phone bills or student loan bills or credit card bills. Like... There's no there's no negotiation there. So how are people going to live? Are are tenant or uh, are landlords and owners going to evict people because they can't pay their rent? Probably not. They would be on the news and <laughs> I don't know. Good, but that's that's well within their rights to be able to do that. Because if you're a landlord and that is your only income, yeah. And now you're in the situation where you can't feed your family or you can't pay your bills. So I don't know. There's so many things that come with this. And 
It's why it's going to be a little bit rougher down in the States than here, I think. Yeah, I think that we will, as Canadians, get more support from our government financially. We have a system in place. Like They've already pledged like a billion dollars. And if you do have um, COVID-19, they do tell you to to stay home. Yes. Um, You will get automatic EI payments. They're waiving the... The, the time period that normally takes before it starts coming. So you'll, you'll, you'll continue getting paid right away while yeah. you're still sick at home. And a lot of that stuff just doesn't exist in the States. They don't really have that. Like you hear a lot of people saying, well, I can't afford to stay home from work. I'm going to work sick. Which is part of the problem. Mm-hmm. People are, are going to work because they have to. They That's literally right. can't stay home. That's right. They have to take the risk of infecting other people because they'll die either way. Like like they'll if they stay home. They can't feed themselves. They can't whatever. If they go, at least they can make money and try to survive. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's a bad, it, it kind of shines light on our whole society mm-hmm. in general and the way that we kind of do things. There's no equal, there's no equal living like over in Finland and places like that. Everything's are a little bit more equal. You don't have the, some as many poor or so many rich. Mm-hmm. It's a more of an, an, an equal society where here it's, there's it's well, all over the place. Yeah. Like places like Canada, People doesn't matter how much money you believe. Say I make, you know, three hundred fifty thousand. You make twenty. I still agree that you deserve the same health care as Correct. I do, and that's why our system kind of works. Like it's not the perfect system, but yes, they don't even have that down in the states where it's well. Uh, why should I be paying for you? You you can do better in your life yep. and pay for yourself. And here in Canada, we have family doctors, and if you made three hundred fifty thousand, and I made twenty thousand, twenty yeah, twenty thousand. We would have the same level of rights to have a family doctor. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much money you have. Yeah. You can't pay extra to get a family doctor. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So that system is really beneficial for us Canadians. Um, I, if I was an American without health insurance or without anything, I would be really concerned. And uh, I'm very thankful that I am Canadian and that I do live in this country. And I'm, I feel bad for the people who, who aren't as lucky or who don't have the mm. same coverage or opportunities. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that goes with, with every, every profession, like it doesn't matter what your profession is. You're probably going to be affected by this virus. I mean, I don't, I mean, literally infected, but affected by this virus some way or another. If you have a company that's travel based, your company is probably going to suffer. If you have investments. Yeah. The stock market's been crumbling. Yeah. If you like it will affect everybody one way or another. If you work for a company that's that primarily makes its income from shipping and they don't allow things to be shipped anymore, how are you going to make your income? Like this there's so many branches on this tree, this yeah. coronavirus tree. Which why it's important that you look after yourself. Don't go to big events, wash your hands, don't touch your face. <laughs> the thing is the like it's true. And it's not a big task to ask. No. It's kind of things that you should be doing anyway. Just like chill out while hands. this is going on. If you take a poop, wash your hands. Yeah. If you make some pee, wash your hands. Don't if go you... to the 20,000 capacity Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it sucks to be out $400, but whatever. Yeah. Like, don't, I don't know. Just like, just be, just ease your head. Be self-aware mm. and take care of yourself. Mm. So we'll keep an eye on this. It's, I mean, as far as this podcast goes, I can't believe it's gone this far since Sunday. I can't say that enough. If we're on week four of this in four weeks from now, just hypothetically, hypothetically say that this is Sunday, four weeks from now, if nothing's changed, we can't sit here and have obviously the same conversation. No, it's going to be again. interesting. And that's what a lot of the people, when I was listening to the radio station all day, 
were talking about, they were like, what are we going to do for the next? The NHL Network, I was listening to on my way home from work today, and he said, you know, I just want to thank everyone for listening the entire year, this entire season, whatever. I completely understand that, um, you know, there's there's not a reason to listen to me anymore or to listen to this station. Why would you mm-hmm. until things get back underway? So uh, I just really appreciate you guys listening. And you know what? I'll see you next season, potentially. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, luckily for me, on the post post production channel, I've diversified it a little bit now, and it's There's not just hockey related. So, like, I am not worried about myself as and not being able to produce content. I'll still be able to. We might have to switch up this podcast a little bit and talk about more regular things. And we'll obviously do keep doing the the coronavirus updates and stuff. But as far as like hockey talk or NHL talk. There just isn't no. going to be any. No. So, I mean, it's tough, but we can do other fun things and mm-hmm. whatnot. I'm not worried about not being able to make content, but yeah. So if you have suggestions about what you'd like to see, yeah. assuming two, three weeks from now, we're still dealing with this and there's nothing going on in sports period. Yeah. <laughs> um, leave a comment on YouTube or write us an email or something. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. I guess we'll... Uh, We'll take it from here. People can leave their predict- or predictions down below in the comment section of how they think this is going to play out. Is One there going to be an NHL season? It's One not. thing I will say is it's okay to be disappointed or upset over this answer. Absolutely. Like, you can be mad. It's okay to be mad. And that's what a lot of people have been saying that, you know, sports are a release or an out for some people. Like, maybe your life is crap, but, you know, watching hockey is yeah. one of the few things you enjoy doing. And now that that's gone you're angry and you're upset like that's totally fine like mm. like i i i think they did the right thing and i stand by it 100 percent. but i totally get that people aren't gonna like this i mean i don't like this like i i'm not happy that there's not hockey on i'm not happy that you know what am i gonna listen to for sports radio now when there's literally nothing anywhere to talk about like mm-hmm. all those people are in the same boat so um don't let people tell you that you're wrong to feel a certain way but i'm not saying that's the same as being the people who are saying this is not a big deal and you are overreacting. I think that's two different groups of people. Totally. And if you get quarantined or if you maybe if your job won't allow you to come to work for a month or two months or whatever, you have maybe have a lot of free time in your hands or something like that. I mean, man, utilize your time. Like pick up a new hobby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, build some models or learn about cameras and, and, and video. And, and I mean, there's so many things that you can do with your time other than just sit and watch Netflix for 18 hours yeah. a day or whatever. Um, I mean, I wasted the majority of my 20s doing absolutely nothing with my life other than playing games and trying to get by. And looking back, I, I would have spent so much more time learning to do things like getting better guitar, maybe learning a new language or something like that. Like, So if I could offer any advice to the, anyone younger than me, and I'm not that old, but utilize your time. Don't waste your time. If you've got free time, try and be productive, at least for some of it. Mm. But anyways, that's all I got to say. All right. So we'll wrap this up. Bonus episode 102. Uh, we'll come back at you on Sunday. Hopefully we'll <laughs> have some things to talk about. Yeah, uh, hopefully. So it might be a little shorter than normal. I know we say that a lot, but if, if there's literally nothing going on, then uh, chances are we'll give you the update and yeah. talk about a couple things and... I guess there won't be any highlight videos from this podcast. There'll be no highlight videos. This no, is just one big conversation. Is, yeah, one big conversation, which it was intended to be. So. And the highlight video that you posted, I think, yesterday, the day before, is now relevant. Is now completely irrelevant. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of funny, but uh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for for listening. Watch, appreciate it. 
wrap it up oh snap i'm the rapper okay uh yeah so <laughs> i I'm thought gonna, you were gonna wrap it up there i was like man he's on top of it i love it <laughs> no i forgot uh i'm gonna be posting some videos on post to post productions on youtube tonight uh possibly two videos I'm, I'm really trying to get a membership video edited to get, to get out for the members but otherwise it'll be i think at least once tonight maybe two tomorrow there's probably going to be one or two and then saturday i've got one planned and sunday i have one or two planned so in the next five or next three or four days there should be at least between four and seven four and eight videos coming up so if you're not subscribed over there i love it if you could go uh hit the old hit the old subscribe button hit that bell as well if you guys want to save uh, some money on jerseys maybe maybe you're not going on vacation now and you got a little extra spending money uh, partnered <laughs> with coolhockey.com uh, so if you go to coolhockey.com forward slash post to post and you have to go there first so go to coolhockey.com forward slash post to post go there first and then uh, choose the jersey you want add it to your cart and then once you're in your cart use code post to post and uh, save big. And uh, I mean, I could plug the SeatGeek code, but there's not really a lot of people buying tickets to go to <laughs> yeah. concerts and games and stuff. So I'll probably leave that one out of this one. But it's a good uh, code to have. Put it in your back pocket. Don't use it right now. Yeah. Put the post to post uh, SeatGeek code in your back pocket. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, listening watching. Stay safe out there and uh, wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. We'll catch you Sunday for episode 103. Adios. <laughs>